Hello, welcome to the Monday, January 18th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. This weekend, Guy wrote a diary about some scans that he saw in his honeypots looking for DNS over HTTPS endpoints. So what these uh, scans are looking for are systems that are configured to accept uh, recursive requests via DNS over HTTPS. DNS over HTTPS, of course, has sort of caused a big stir these last couple years as uh, browsers sort of more and more embraced it as a more privacy-preserving protocol. The countermeasure often deployed by enterprises is to block access to certain DNS over HTTPS services, like the well-knowns, like, for example, Cloudflare, Google, and the like. So if a company does block these well-known DNS over HTTPS services, an attacker may choose to use well, a private service that someone put up and they're not really all that difficult to set up. For traditional DNS servers, we often have attackers scan for resolvers in order to use them in denial of service attacks. Now, uh, this is not really an issue when it comes to DNS over HTTPS due to the use of TCP and then of course also TLS. There is uh, little to no chance that uh, they are used uh, sort of for these amplified reflective attacks that we have seen uh, with uh, traditional uh, DNS recursive servers. But instead, uh, well, they may use them to evade corporate filtering policies and, of course, uh, could also be used then for attacks or just to anonymize uh, queries. So how do you block DNS over HTTPS if a non-published endpoint is used? Uh, Well, in my opinion, it's actually a much easier question, really. It really comes down to, do you intercept a TLS? If you do intercept TLS, it's pretty straightforward based on the content type to uh, figure out that a certain HTTP request is a DNS over HTTPS request. And then you can log them, you can block them or whatever. If you do not intercept a TLS uh, to decrypt it, then you pretty much have already lost the battle. Uh, really, DNS over HTTPS is not going to make a big difference. An attacker could use any number of file sharing, webmail, or whatever systems in order to exfiltrate data unnoticed then well you're then back really to traffic analysis yes the dns queries may help in some cases but they may very well use a well-known service like yahoo google or the like for their exfiltration which is probably not going to get noticed in your dns logs well, I hope you still remember the zero logon flaw. Yes, it's uh, like half a year ago in August is when it was uh, patched. And uh, one of the fixes was uh, not just to apply the patch, but you also needed to enable the enforcement mode in your NetLogon domain controller. Microsoft is now reminding us all that with the next patch Tuesday in February, that's February 9th, you will see an update that will make this enforcement mode the default for your NetLogon domain controllers. 
So before that date arrives, uh, take a look. If any of your domain controllers don't have it enabled yet, uh, try to enable it now and make sure that nothing breaks. If something breaks, it's probably easier to undo this uh, now before it becomes uh, the default. And when Apple released macOS 11 or Big Sur, one of the features that raised a lot of eyebrows was the content filter exclusion list. What this referred to was a list of trusted Apple binaries that were not subject to any firewall or VPN routing rules. In essence, there was no good way to monitor these connections or block them. Well, looks like Apple changed its mind according to a blog by Yamf. Uh, the most recent beta of macOS 11.2 removed this feature, or at least there are no more exclusions listed in the respective configuration file. With this, once uh, this uh, version of macOS is released, uh, third-party firewalls uh, like uh, Little Snitch and uh, Lulu should be able uh, to intercept this traffic and block it. Well, and that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.